Now moving on to the MLB portion of the episode. Um, we're here with NFL MLB Justin here um, in person, so no worries about the internet. And um, want to introduce yourself again? Hey guys, Justin here. Hope you enjoyed today's podcast episode. And um, we're going to be doing all-star lineups, rosters, if you want to call, um, home run derby predictions, and award predictions for the end of the year. So let's start off with the rosters. Um, we'll start off with the American League. Um, just remember, this is a fan-elected. This is not from the professionals. So, catcher, Salvador Perez, I agree with this. I don't know about you. I think he's playing out of his mind. Yeah, I agree with it. You know, he didn't play. He's been injured for the past few seasons. He didn't play last year in 2020. Yeah. He came back this year in 2021 really strong, and I definitely agree with this pick. He's doing really well behind the plate, and and he's hitting pretty well. I mean, and we're going to add another segment in. Best player from each team at the All-Star break. Yeah. Yeah. We'll do that one, too. Give you guys something to listen to today. First baseman, no doubter, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. playing out of his mind, 29 home runs, leading the league in RBIs with, I think, 67, and OPS over 1,000, you know. And um, any thoughts about that? There's really nothing to say. If you watch baseball, you know Vladimir Guerrero Jr. is doing awesome. Um, But his buddy on the right side of the infield, Marcus Simeon, from the Toronto Blue Jays, got an all-star position at second base. So, how do you feel about the Blue Jays infield? I think they have a pretty good infield. You know, they got a Bobachette shortstop. Black. Which is a reserve, which we were going to get to after. Right, in the first. You know, they got a Bobachette at third base and Simeon at second. Then it's not a bad infield at all. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's a pretty stacked one. Yeah. And rounding off the... Left side we got is the Red Sox duo, which I think might be the best duo in the league right now. Rafael Devers at third, Xander Bogarts at shortstop. Bet I think these are. So I think Xander Bogarts is an MVP candidate. I don't know about you. Nah, I don't think he's a top three shortstop right now. I he's mean, best shortstop right now. Best? Yeah, in the AL for sure. Okay. But I don't know about MVP candidate. I don't know about MVP candidate, but. Moving on to the outfield, Mike Trout, not doing it because of injury, but he made it. Aaron's judge for the Yankees. Top three MVP candidate. I definitely think he deserves to make it to the All-Star game. 21 homers, punch of RBIs. And then another Toronto Blue Jay in the starting lineup, Teoscar Hernandez, left field. I don't know about this one. I think they should have started Adolis Garcia. Nope. I think they should have started Cedric Mullins over here. Yes, Cedric Mullins. Cedric Mullins. DH... And pitcher, first ever do it, Shohei Otani. I mean, I think he's the clear and obvious MVP right now. Yeah, he, does, he deserves it. Not much to say about that. Yeah, not much to say. Again, if you watch baseball, you know what's happening. Starting off, going to the pitchers, Matt Barnes also just start, signed a Two extension. Three-year? Two-year. Two-year um, with the Red Sox. Um, he's been playing out of his mind. I think one of the best closers in the league right now. Yeah. Chris Bassett of the Athletics, Shane Bieber um, opted out of it. Um, Roldis Chapman, which I just do not agree with, it's trash. Garrett Cole, unless he's using sticky substances, no. he's gonna be trash. Nah, no, I doubt it. He wasn't using it against the Astros, son. Well, that's his only good start after the sticky substances rule. Yeah. Okay. But, but yeah. 
Nathan Eovaldi, which I think he's having a great year. Yeah, he's been an ace. He's been unexpected ace for the Red Sox after Eduardo Rodriguez has just started to suck. Yeah. Um, Kyle Gibson of the Rangers, another great player this yeah, year. Yeah, he's been a great pickup for the Rangers and that team, and looks like looks like he's going to rebuild. Liam Hendricks, known as one of the best closers in the league, obviously. Do you know how to say his name? You say Kikuchi. You say Kikuchi of the Mariners, their lone representative for the All Star Game. Lance Lynn, Shohei Otani as a pitcher. Ryan Presley, Ryan Presley of the Ro- okay. Astros opted out. Carlos Rodon. Great season. Gregory Soto from the Tigers. I don't know about Gregory Soto. Well, they had to because one player from each team had to be an all-star, so they had to. Gregory Soto, the the lone. Moving on to the Nash. Well, we'll go AL. um, We'll go AL reserves. Catcher Mike Zanino. This might be the worst pick of them all. Gary Sanchez has had a way better season than Mike Zanino. Exactly. This is this is a trash pick. Um, Zanino is either a home run or a strikeout. Or walk. Matt Olson, first baseman, very deserving, having a great year. But I think an even more deserving player at the first base position, Jared Walsh. If Trout, Walsh, and Otani are healthy at and the Rendon. same time, and Rendon, and Fletcher, this team's unbelievable. I mean, there's nothing else to say. Um, but he's a great player. Jose Altuve opted out, obviously. Win Merrifield, Royals, always deserving player. Jose Ramirez, um, Cleveland, I'd say top third baseman in the league. Tim Anderson and Bo Bichette, shortstops. Carlos Correa opted yeah, out. Obviously. Joey Wendell filled his position from the Rays. I'm a little shaky about that one. Michael Brantley is out. Um... Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo, Adolis Garcia, Cedric Mullins, which I think he should have been a starter, and the two DHs, Nelson Cruz and J.D. Martinez. I'm trying to see you trying to call the Astros off the hour of the All-Star game. Yeah, isn't that interesting, guys, that every single Astros player opted out? Um, moving on to the NL starters, getting it kicked off with someone who opted out, Buster Posey. Yeah, Buster Posey yeah, got injured, you know, so he can't participate in the All-Star game. A thumb injury. Yeah. yeah. Um, first baseman Freddie Freeman. It's funny because I think this is an off season for Freddie Freeman. You? Yeah, I haven't heard his name much. I, yeah. Yeah. Considering he won the MVP last year. Yeah. Adam Frazier, I think the most deserving of them all. And Second baseman for the Pirates. And the guy most more, most likely to be traded at the trade deadline this year. Yep, he's got the most hits in the league. Third base Nolan Arenado. Not much to say. Like I said, if you watch baseball, then you know you know. Fernando Tatis. Same thing. Acuna. No, he's ending injury because torn ACL. I I am just I'm sad. He's a great player. And I am. And the Braves, who probably weren't gonna make the playoffs with him, are definitely not gonna make it without him. I think they're gonna end last. I no, I don't know about that. Well, but, and then he was in right, center, and left. Rounded off with the Reds guys, Castellanos and Winker, having Winker career year. Castellanos is just doing himself right now. Pitchers, Walker Bueller, oh my God, he should have been an all-star from the beginning. He was a fill-in. Corbin Burns, one of the best pitchers in the league right now. Darvish, DeGrom, and Gosman all opted out. Hater, Kimbrell, two of the best closers. 
Herman Marquez, almost a no-hitter. He's the lone Rockies representative, which I'm surprised Trevor Story didn't make it. Well, or did he? He might. No, he didn't. He might be no. He might be reserved. He might be. Right. I can't see how he's not Trevor Story. I mean, he was injured for a, like, a, good, a good month. True. Mark Melling. Melanson. Melanson from the Padres, one of the best closers. Yeah. Freddie Peralta, Alex Reyes, Trevor Rogers. He's going to get Rookie of the Year. If yeah. he don't, yeah. then there's something wrong. Max Scherzer, Taiwan Walker, which I do not agree with, and Zach Wheeler. I agree with Taiwan Walker. He's been, he's been probably playing. This is the best year of his career by far. And he is just, yeah, and I think for the face from the ground, I think it was a good choice. And Brandon Woodruff opted out. So onto the NL reserves, Yadier Molina. So both catchers have opted out. Now they're down to the last two, Omar Narvaez and JT Real Muto. I'm guessing Real Muto is going to be the starter. Yeah. First base, Max Muncy. Second base, Ozzy Albies. Second base, Jake Cronenworth. Third base, Eduardo Escobar, the lone Diamondbacks, and Chris Bryant, and Manny Machado, and Justin Turner. Uh, shortstop, you got Trey Turner, Brandon Crawford, Mookie Betts opted out. Brian Reynolds, Adam Frazier, isn't the only Pirate. Kyle Schwarber opted out due to injury. Juan Soto and Chris Taylor. That's going to wrap up the All-Star rosters. And let's move on to the Home Run Derby. Moving on to the second thing, the Home Run Derby. On the left side of the bracket, Shohei Otani versus Juan Soto. I'm disappointed in this matchup just because I wanted to see them battle it out in the final. Um, Juan Soto is going to win. Juan Soto isn't a home run hitter. I think this is going to be a really easy round for Shohei Otani. I can definitely see him advancing. I agree, but um, then the second part, the 4-5 matchup, Salvatore Perez versus Mets, Pete Alonso. So, obviously, Pete Alonso is going to face off against Otani and then lose by 50. Yeah, let's just be honest. Pete Alonso won the Homer Derby back in 2019. He isn't going to lose to Salvador Perez. The guy's in a home run hitter. He's a catcher. Yeah. If Pete Alonso loses to Salvador Perez... I want everybody to go blast this man on social media. That guy, his career's going to be over. His career's over. He'll be humiliated. On the right side of the bracket... Rangers Joey Gallo versus uh, Trevor Story. I think Joey Gallo takes this just because he's a home run hitter. He's been hitting a lot of home runs. As he hit 10 in 10 games. Yeah, the other Joey Gallo's been doing really good. I think he's definitely going to beat Trevor Story here at home and at Coors Field. Yeah, and it is his own home field. So he might get the home field advantage. Who knows? Yeah. And um, the other matchup here, Matt Olson versus Trey Mancini. I think Matt Olson's going to win, but, I, but I'm rooting for Trey Mancini just because of the cancer yeah, thing. Yeah, because I'm definitely rooting for Trey Mancini, but I definitely think Matt Olson's going to win. So I'm looking at some predictions here, okay? All right. So Joe Rivera said that Gallo's winning the whole thing. Jacob Kammerker said yeah. Gallo's going to win. Jason Foster said Otani's going to win the whole thing. Ryan Fagan, Gallo's going to win. He said Joey Gallo is such raw, easy power that he could probably win this derby, even with some great sluggers in Denver, without going max effort. I'm calling it. A ball's going to grab the screen. I don't get how Mancini has less odds, has the least odds. Him and Perez. The same odds. Yeah. But last odds. Yeah. Um, but going on to the next proportion. 
What is up, everyone? Welcome to a brand new episode of NJ Sports Media Podcast. I'm your host, Vin. And today, we are doing NBA Finals Talk with the man, Riley Patterson. How's it going, Riley? It's going well, Vin. Um, the NBA Finals, I mean, it. I really – I didn't think the Bucks would win a game, to be honest. But uh, last yeah. night, it, it was kind of crazy. Yeah, so – um. We're just going to get right into this episode. And uh, we'll, we'll, um, this is a two-part episode. We're going to have an MLB Section 2 with NFL MLB Justin. And um, this is going to be good. Um, I'm excited to do this. And thanks to Riley for coming on. If you want to check out his podcast, it's at Sixers Show. Um, Riley Patterson is the name. So if you want to go check it out, then make sure to. And um, let's just get right into this. So, um, so the Suns took game one, if you didn't know, and it's kind of by blowout. I would say it's kind of by blowout. Um, would you say it was by blowout or? I feel, I mean, the points, it wasn't that much of a blowout on that side. Um, but I mean, just the, the overall, like the way that the two teams handled it. I feel like the Suns, with such a young team, they handled that so well coming into their first NBA Finals game, like all of them, pretty much, besides Jay Crowder. And they just handled the Bucks very easily. Correct. Um, I, believe, I believe Chris Paul scored 41. That sounds right. Oh, no, he scored that in Game 7 against the Jazz. My bad. But, like, these guys, like, it's amazing because, like, the Suns, I've had it Nets, Suns the entire season. But, like, now that the Nets are out, Suns are winning this. I don't care what anybody says. Suns are winning this. And, you know, I mean, I feel like the Bucks aren't totally out of it. I felt like if the Suns won last night, then it was a definite – there's there was no absolute way that Bucks would win this series. If the Suns won last night, Game Three. Yeah. But let's just talk about this. If you think this is the best Devin Booker can play, you're wrong. You're wrong. He's actually doing not that well in the finals right now. Um, Completely. I mean, I know last night, Devin Booker had 10 points in 30 minutes. Yeah, like, but, like, you got to remember this, too, though. Like, most people might say, like, oh, he's their only guy. Oh, this. Oh, that. Like, this guy, Devin Booker, he is one of a kind. And I agree with Stephen A. Smith. I think he will be the next Kobe. And I really think that this this guy Devin Booker could go a long way because there he's there's there's just something there that just clicks just clicks way too well for him like he gets it way too fast and you know for him to do that it's amazing because most people don't get it that fast let's be honest. Um, You've seen Jay Crowder over the years. He he hasn't gotten it that bad.
there been? You there? Yeah. Okay. But, like, I was just saying how, like, he's just a special player, and if you don't think so, then you don't watch the NBA. But, yeah. like, we'll just go over the recaps. Like, game one, Suns won, 118-105. 13 Okay, Giannis had 20 points. Middleton had 19, 29. Yeah. So that was a game for Giannis. Giannis has now dropped two straight 40-point performances. That first game, Chris Paul, 32 points and assists. Devin Booker, 27. Aiton, 22 and 18. So if you're going to tell me – and Jay Crowder scored one point in the starting lineup, only played nine – only played 33 minutes. Yeah. A lot of minutes. But – you know, Mikel Bridges, 14 points, not that good of a performance. But Cameron Johnson and Cameron Payne came in, and they played unbelievable. So when the Suns have this many fill-ins for them, I feel like they're unstoppable. I don't yeah. know about I, the, like This young roster, it's incredible to see that these young guys, they can be such impactful players. Uh, they are pretty sure – Cam Johnson is a second year at North Carolina, or maybe even a first year rookie. No, but, he he's second year because second he year. got he got drafted um in Zion's class, and I remember the Duke Carolina North Carolina arrival. Yes, yeah. he was. So he, he, yes, like he's he's pretty much still straight out of college for his first NBA Finals, first playoffs. So he saw he didn't make it last year, like. It's just – it's crazy to see that these young role players can come in and just be there to help when, like, Devin Booker and people can't step up that time. Yeah, like, I feel like them stepping up is kind of like a repayment for Devin Booker and Chris Paul. I mean, but, like, like even Cameron Payne, like, he, he's been in the league for a good four or five years now. But, yeah. like, this guy – He's amazing. He dropped 39 in one of the games against um, the Jazz. And let's just go on to game two. Bucks win by 10, 118, 108. So they're averaging at 118 points. But Giannis dropped 32 and 12, and they still win. Middleton only had 11. Holiday had 17, and Pat Connaughton had 14. So when Giannis carries like that, you know Chris Middleton didn't show up the first. Okay, Middleton, nine points, six rebounds, eight assists. He dished the ball, but he wasn't scoring enough. I mean, on the Sun side, though, Mikael Bridges, 27 points. Devin Booker, 31 points. Chris Paul, 23 points. Jay Crowder, 11 points. DeAndre Ayton, 10 points, 11 rebounds. Cameron Johnson, again, eight points, three rebounds, two assists. Cameron Payne, two points, three rounds, three rebounds, two assists. Torrey Craig, six points. So you're getting so many great performances. You got six got five guys in double digits, including your whole starting fives in double digits. There's no way you're losing a game when yeah. your whole starting five is over ten. Riley? Yeah. Would you agree on that? Yeah. I mean, it's just so unstoppable. And, like, if you're the Bucks, and I, f- I really do, I feel bad for Giannis having really like, got his teammates. They're good, but they're inconsistent. 
They're the most inconsistent bunch of people I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. Like, honestly, like, they'll go on this 15-game win streak, and then they'll go on a 16-game losing streak. Yeah. But in game two, I mean, Suns had 12 turnovers on their still one. I like, I mean, the Bucks top 54 to 28. Yeah. Like, it's just unbelievable. They went 50% from the three-point line with 23s. Threes. Like threes were the decider of this game. Yeah. Anybody says. Yeah. Uh, third game. Twelve win by twenty. Now me and Riley were on the phone last night while this was going on, and it was a five point Bucks lead with six minutes left. He calls me back three minutes later. Up, oh, they're up by twenty. It's over. That that's only the momentum swing. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely second and third quarter. The Bucks momentum swing was the game changer. Like not even the third quarter. It was all the second quarter. They outscored the Suns thirty five to seventeen. It was all the second quarter. I and, know. So the second quarter they were able to have that lead, but like in the third quarter, once the Bucks let them come back to a five point lead, although it says that it was very even scoring in the third, the Bucks were able to just keep that lead with even scoring, getting back up. I think it was by, like, 22 at the end of the third. Yep, you're right. Yeah. Yep. But, yo, five players again for the Suns scoring in double digits. One not being Mikel Bridges. One being off the bench. The guy who postered P.J. Tucker. The guy who got more minutes than Devin Booker. Because Devin Booker got... Wait, yeah, Devin Booker got 29 minutes. Cameron Johnson got 30 minutes. Jake Crowder, 18.6 rebounds. DeAndre, 18.9 rebounds. Chris Ball, 19 points, nine assists. Devin Booker, 10.6 rebounds. Cameron Johnson, 14.5 rebounds. Cameron Payne, seven, seven points, four boards, four assists. Frank Kaminsky, six points, four boards, two assists. Ty Sean Alexander, the guy who got in for the last minute of the game because they were down 20, two points. All around, like, Tory Craig, two points. Like, I know it's only two points, but that could be the side of the game, people. Bridges only scored four. I think that if he had, like, a 16-point night and Booker at least put up 15, they would have won this game by 30. Yeah. I Booker, I mean, Booker and Bridges, they were disappointing. But, I mean, like, this whole still, the Suns team, five players, double digits, that's just, like, unheard of for your whole, at least five guys, not even the starting line. Just five guys to be in doubles. I mean, bro, the Bucks had five guys who scored in triple, uh, double digits, too. Giannis. Had five guys who scored in triple digits? I mean, double digits, sorry. Giannis, 21 points, 13 rebounds, 6 assists. P.G. Tucker, 7 points, a little bit of an off night, not one of the double-digit guys. Yeah. Brooke has 11 points. Chris Middleton, 18 points, 7 rebounds, 6 assists. Drew Holiday, 21 points, 5 rebounds, 9 assists. Bobby Portis, 11 points, 8 rebounds. I think Bobby Portis is going to be the factor of this series. Bobby Portis for the Bucks 
Mikel Bridges for the Suns. It's all going to come up to them. Because you know that Middleton and Giannis could have great – Middleton, Giannis, and Holiday could all have great performances. And you know Booker, Paul, and Aiden could have great performances. It's that fourth guy, and I think it's Bridges and Portis. Yep. I agree. Agreed. Uh, yeah. Let's wrap up this segment. We're going to do MLB next with MLB and NFL Justin. Thank you for Riley for coming on. And unfortunately, that's going to wrap up today's episode. I'm sorry, guys. Justin had to leave and I have to do something. But I'm going to end it on a great note. Follow the Instagram at NJ Sports Media One. I'm going to be posting on that a lot more. Stay tuned on here. Follow the podcast. Make sure to go check out the Ian Anderson interview and last episode. And check out the YouTube at NJ Sports Media because I got to start posting and I'm going to start posting on a lot of these. So thank you all for listening and I'll see you all next time.